Shout out to all the new patrons that already signed up. You are the MVPs. Thank you so much. And if you want to join and you want to support the podcast and support new content, all you got to do is go to chingobling.com forward slash Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Gracias. You are the MVP. Also, quick reminder about the tour going viral 2020. The comedy tour is kicking off new year. Better than ever. First stop, Salt Lake City, Utah, January 30th. Then we head over to Nashville, Tennessee for February. That's February 5th. And then Huntsville, Alabama. Buddha Huntsville, Alabama. February 6th. More dates, more info, more cities. Go to chingobling.com forward slash live. Peace. Gracias. Good morning, buenos dias. Welcome to another episode of the What Did He Said podcast, the hardest working podcast team in America. Por favor, believe it. I am your host. That was a very lackluster <laughs> siren. She was unsure, like the hardest working. Uh, we have my co-host. Marisol. My co-host in life. <laughs> Marisol. We have producer Rob in the building. What's up, everyone? The man that makes it all happen, makes it all work. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Do remember, big shout out to all the people that have signed up on our Patreon. And if you don't know what that is, that's a way you can be more involved. If you want, hey, Chingo, we want to see you do a sketch show. Hey, Chingo, we want an album. Hey, Chingo, we want a web series scripted. Uh, uh, hey, we want two episodes of podcasts in a week. We want a Theo Juve solo podcast. Whatever you want. You call the shots, just go and sign up at chingobling.com forward slash Patreon, and you could be one of our very special, very, very much appreciated patrons. So do y'all remember last week when I said that, um, shout out to the girl who like schooled her coworker, right? Mm-hmm. So her name's April. Mm-hmm. She heard the podcast, so she t- ah. sent me a DM and said, thank you for sh- giving her a shout out. Anyway, um... So she was also a Patreon. She was like, I was so excited just to see my oh, cool. name posted. She's April. Her, so her, her name's April. Shout out to April. Oh. We, we have more book recommendations coming for you, April. Um, I wish I could talk more about these, but uh, this will have to be maybe like a separate YouTube video or separate convo. Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Have you read that one? I've not, but I heard you mention it before. <sighs> I need to hurry up and finish it and just... Uh, let you hold it it's pretty mind-blowing what Another got you what got you on to that one <clears throat> i've heard about it the first guy that told me about that book was a, a gentleman named charlie braxton he was like my yoda my consultant when i was when i had all these record labels hitting me up mm. throwing contracts in my face and i was just like a rookie trying to figure it out he was like look chingo they're gonna try to screw you over like this and then one time he used it as an example he's like you know like in uh confessions of economic hitman where uh uh um you know, the United States will go into these like third world countries and be like, hey, you need some new infrastructure. Don't worry, we'll loan you the money. And he's like, that's like the record labels. They end up owning your ass. It's like a loan. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, it's a fascinating book. It, right now I'm on the part about how uh, Panama got bamboozled out of the Panama Canal. Uh, but anyway, more book recommendations for people like April. Thank you for being a patron. Yeah, and a listener. Yeah, and a listener. Um, what else? Oh, tour? Tour, how many days? 16 days from now. The going viral. 16 already? 16 days. That's two weeks and a <gasps> two weeks and two days, oh, son. I'm not ready. And, and, <laughs> and we've been juggling so many things, but uh it's game mode for real. And I gotta rehearse these new jokes. So I have a couple open mics scheduled and uh, I'm gonna drop in on one of the midnight shows in Dallas coming up. But uh, a whole bunch of shit going on, man, and I'm just excited. We got the holidays out the way. Just kicking the year off right. 
Do y'all feel like the year's kicking off with a lot of enthusiasm, or has it been like a like a, a struggle to get the momentum started in the air? Enthusiasm from who? <laughs> what do you mean? No, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, not pointing no fingers. Sound like Rob calling one of us out? No, no, Chingo, uh, you don't sound that enthusiastic, my brother. I don't feel like I'm very enthusiastic. Well, I guess no. I think we both have been lately. Yeah, we're we're focused. We're making changes. We're trying to make adjustments, and um, I mean a lot of changes. We're on like a new menu, a whole new menu, a menu to where. I'm having a hard time finishing all my food, like eating it all. Oh, wow. It's like, it's like already 1130 at night. It's like, damn, I got two more meals left. It's not going to happen. Mm. Yeah. Um, same here. I'm having the same problem. It's just a lot Which is of- crazy, though, because, um, shout out to myself, because I'm on day five of fasted cardio. Are you supposed to be doing fasted cardio every day? Every day. Okay. It's every day. Every single day. Seven days a week? Every day. Seven days a week. Jesus Christ. On Sunday is no, no. it's one rest day. So there's no uh, lifting, but I still need to get the fast cardio in. So Every day for the entire prep? Or every-, every day for the entire prep until obviously my body to starts to change. Then he'll say, you know, okay, now you're only going to do four times. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. As your body starts to change, the measurements change, the... Uh, lights went up. Yeah, the battery. Um, weight, etc. All those things start to change. Then you know, right now that fast cardio. For those of y'all that don't know, Marisol is a bodybuilder, and she's back up on it. I'm back on it. You know, the baby is a, a year and a half, and she's Marisol's like, you know what? I'm about to go win another trophy one time. And uh, of course, a lot of people are like, no, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, don't. Well, it's funny because I was talking to my aunt yesterday and she was like, I feel like after this baby, you're a lot curvier and I think you should stay like that, you know? Your aunt said that? My aunt told me that. She could carry a baby on one hip and and me on the other. I was like telling her, I was like, I agree. I feel like my hips got even, I mean, I already had big hips, but I feel like they're even bigger now. I said, yeah, I feel like I can carry two babies on one hip, you know? hips are 3D. Yeah. But, um... She was like, uh, you know, she's like, you're a little bit older, you know, do you really want to be as thin as you were before? Like, do you, you really want to be like J-Lo? <laughs> do you really want to be as thin as you were before the baby? And, it, and and here's the thing. I'm not trying to be thin. I'm trying to be fit like I was before. So there's a difference between being thin and a difference between being fit. And I want to be fit again. So um, my goal is to be fit like I used to be. Yeah, fit is specific. Yeah. Thin sounds <clears throat> vague. I'm it's not like, trying to are be. Are you malnourished? Yeah, are I'm not trying to, to just be out? skinny. I I I miss having my arms defined. You know, I miss having a flatter stomach. You know, not necessarily a six pack, but just a flatter stomach, a little bit more defined, to where. I may not have a six pack, but I at least see my obliques. Does that make sense? Now ask so, me how much cardio I do. Chingo, how much cardio do you do? Settle. <laughs> so for the last fasted. five days, I've been doing fasted cardio. I've kept up with it. I'm very proud of myself. However, it's not official until I feel I've made 15 days straight. Once I've made 15 days straight, it should not be a problem for me any longer to get up and keep going. And for those of y'all that don't know what fasted cardio is, Marisol will be explaining all of that. Because some people are like, so you do cardio, but fast? Um, <laughs> I thought that She's going to explain it I didn't want to laugh. I didn't know if I, this person was joking when they sent me the DM. So I, I replied. I was like, are you serious or are you joking with me? 
And they're like, I feel really dumb now. And I was like, don't. I just didn't There's know. There's no if such were, thing as a dumb comment. Uh, yeah, I was just like. <laughs> you I just, just confused me. That was you, like yeah, a worse way to reply. Yeah. Like, are you fucking serious right now? Are, are you fucking no, kidding me? I felt me, like, fan? Are, you, are you like teasing me? Like, I didn't right. know if they were teasing me because I was like talking about it's not official unless it's on the gram, you know, uh, when I posted the picture or yeah. whatever or on my story. So I didn't realize how many people didn't know what fasted cardio was. So I've decided to make a video, which will go up today for tip tuesday that's funny yeah look at all these new jokes ladies and gentlemen salt lake look everybody don't look too close but look salt lake january 3rd look how much weight and we this doesn't have spaces for laughs so you know you got to wait for the laughs so that's probably about double that size it's, probably it's a book yeah an ebook you can get it at chingabling.com <laughs> at the end of 2020 and, and you know uh you know what's funny is um for the project that we're filming on martin luther king day mm -hmm. uh, uh they did a storyboard animation so they needed uh, the birth story in audio format, right? So I'm having to kind of read the script into my phone. And I was like, yo, this sounds like a, a dope-ass audio book. It's like, and there my wife was. And I, I turned to the midwife. And I was like, man, this shit is action-packed. Yeah. And then, I, you know, the juices started flowing. I was like, who am I kidding? I, I'm, I'm trying to get this YouTube off the ground. Make sure y'all follow me <laughs> before we move on to eBooks. I had a random yeah. idea the other day about, uh, like, you know, if the, if the patrons keep contributing and becoming a part of this other little world that we've got going on for exclusive content i remember you talked about like doing uh like one man show type of things ted talks were thrown around we're you know like brainstorming or whatever and i thought what if some of the extra content you know was starting from the beginning like like i know this happens all the time where people ask you like how did the chingobling character begin or how did you? but like literally like as if you were writing a one man show you were talking it almost like an audiobook into a podcast form like every week it's another another chapter of that whole story so two things that uh just came to mind who was telling me about david spades was it uh adam the do adam in the meeting yesterday mm, yeah. so david spade instead of him putting out a book book and then the audiobook version he pretty much said all right right now working in conjunction with audible you can go to audible.com and David Spade was like, basically gives you like six hours of stories and material. So it's kind of like an audio book, but he, there is no written version. So it's almost like him going in like a stand up telling these stories mm. and it totals six hours. And mm. to me, my mind was blown because he looked at like what the traditional method is. Mm. Like, well, first you got to, you know, write your chapters, get your outline, maybe get a co-writer, a ghostwriter or something. And then you put the book together and then you go in the studio and, you know, and then you do the audio book. He was like, nah, this is something totally different. So that's what that reminded me of. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. That's pretty cool. It's pretty, uh, pretty game changing. And then the other thing about one man show, uh, when I was talking to Andrew Schultz when he was in Houston, I mentioned he's from New York. I mentioned that I did four years on the East Coast. He's like, oh, really? What for? I was like, well, I had to go do this prep school thing. I lived in a dorm. He's like, what? Yeah. <clears throat> and then I moved on, and I was like, yeah, then, you know, San Antonio, and then uh, College Radio. He's like, no, no, no. I, I go back to this prep school thing. He's like, why aren't you talking? Do you have jokes about that? I was like, no, nah, not really. I don't really talk about that. He's like, okay, your next chapter in your career is going to be a one-man show, and you need to include that. And uh, it's it ends. Basically, it has to. the one-man show has to end where the rest of the shit begins like the shit that people know so it's kind of like yeah. the prequel the prequel yeah basically is there another word for that is it prequel or um yeah whatever or it is. origin story yeah prequel, pretty yeah. much 
That's a great idea. I think that would take up a lot of a lot of like mental time, but I think it also help with the joke writing because you're going to be putting out so much content like verbally, like speaking these stories into a microphone. Yeah, and we'll see what the tour schedule looks like in the next few years, whether it's like just a six-month thing or, you know, that would allow time. For As stuff. your manager. <laughs> What's up, baby? I'm only planning on the, in a couple of years. Compartmentalizing we're, everything. Yeah, to where we're only on tour six months out of the year. Right now we're um That means all the non tour stuff has to bring in some bread so that we're let's see. Uh on the road nine months out of the year, right? And Ten. three of those months are gonna be in LA this year. Well, I'm sorry. Ten months out of the year. Mm-hmm. We're off two months out of the year. Okay. But we're really not off, but right. Yeah, it's been uh You know what I mean? Like yesterday was our day off. Mm-hmm. We we uh we said, all right, Mondays, that's it. Let's just carve it out. Let's executive decision. Mondays, I'm like a barber now, son. Day off. And what did we do? <laughs> I was like, hey, homeboy's really been needing to meet with us. I was like, I know it's our day off, but like it's a week. The shoot is a week away, and he's got a lot of things he needs to run by us. I was like, let's so just squeeze this meeting. Though, Monday meaning day off, as in we do Personal office time. work. Sure. Uh, office Go do what work, you gotta don't, do. don't bother me, don't ask to meet, even though we had a meeting yesterday. Keep people out of your grill. So on Monday, it's like a don't bother me day. Mm-hmm. I've got office work to do, solely dedicated to self-love, that. Self-love, self-care. Basically, and so it's like, if we have, if I have a manicure to get done, because one of the things is um, that I struggle with is finding time for myself. Like, I know that it seems like, what? It seems like you have a lot of time to yours. I don't. Like, uh, Besides faster cardio. That's it. <laughs> it's a long hour. That's 45 minutes. Oh, thank okay. God. <laughs> and that's it. After that, it's Soul. Soli. Soul. <laughs> hey, Soul. Have you seen Soul? Soli. Besides faster cardio the last five days. Um, yeah, so it's kind of hard. And what I mean by, by personal time is like, shit, at some point I got to go get my nails done. At some point, I hadn't had my, no- my nails done or my toes done since before Christmas. We're now, and I hadn't had, I hadn't been groomed. I got, I was wondering why all these scars on my leg was coming. Oh my God. It was so awful. And I finally just told Chinga, I was like, I got to go. Like, I got to go get groomed. She's like, come on and braid my my hair. Exactly. I couldn't wear no sleeveless shirts because I hadn't. (laughs) Buckwheat in the headlock. I hadn't gotten waxed. It was like, okay. Don King over here. I need to go. Like, I've got to go. I need to be left alone for a hot minute. But the thing is, is like, as I should be enjoying my massage, like my pedicure, my manicure, all I'm thinking about is, how many other things I have left to do on my to-do list. And then I start feeling like, what a waste of time. Sitting here in this chair is such a waste of time. Even though I'm enjoying it, I start to like beat myself up because there's so much other shit that I really should be taking care of. So I feel like the only way to solve that problem is having one day out of the week where if you need to go get your nails done, if you need to go get your toes or uh, whatever it is, right? my eyelashes, et cetera, then on Monday is your only day that you're able to do it. And if you don't get it done on Monday, then it looks like you're going to have to wait till the next Monday. <clears throat> in, uh, in high school, they used to allow us to, uh, it was called an MO, a missed obligation. So if you wanted to like skip a class because you needed a nap or study for a test or some shit, you had that option. But you, I forget what the limit was. It was like X amount of MOs per semester. So it's almost like Monday is like that 
off period. Yeah. Like, if, if you ain't took that nap, I mean, it's barely our first attempt. And yeah. it's funny because... But we failed. We failed. We did. We totally failed. And it's funny because sometimes I'll be exhausted and uh, Luisa will say, why don't you go take a nap? Oh my God, the thought of that, it's like... It sounds selfish. No, it's super selfish for me to go take a nap. How can I go take a nap while you're sitting here in my house babysitting my child? And I know for a fact that on my planner to-do mm-hmm. list it's shitload of stuff that needs to be checked off so Flights, no hotels, i can't afford to take a nap deal memos like israel garcia he has some shows coming up with us have you sent him his yeah. what well, yesterday so, was our yeah i know so we failed horribly at this day off yesterday part of what we were going to try to do was um we got a bunch of stuff that needs to get taken to storage so that it can allow room for other shit so we're like all right uh well let's film it and do a storage tour while we're at it so we're like okay have joseph meet us at the house at three although i feel like once people see that they're gonna be like what a bunch of hoarders well we're gonna like (laughs) it's gonna be entertaining pull it all out and then we'll have an area in the in the hallway where uh you could do show and tell like yo i wore this in a bud light commercial so on and so forth so our day off was so overwhelming that it's like 2 30 and we're having to cancel with joseph because we were in the middle of what what was it we had something else to do. We're like, he's probably on his way. Let's just do it. And she's like, no, but I really got to do this. And she's like, fine, I, I'll just do it later. And I was like, that sounds way more important than storage. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. Just call Joe and cancel. I was like, we have a lot going on on our quote unquote day off. Yeah. But uh, hey. And then I think about it. Let's just say, I, hypothetically, let's just say I really had an assistant, right? The assistant really can't assist. Does that make sense? Because I still have to do a lot of this stuff myself. Basically, the assistant would be the person that runs the errands. That's it. Or unless they're like, hey, this is the hotel. This is the Airbnb I found, Salt Lake. Uh, Based on your parameters, it's this far away from the venue. It's this far away from um, the airport. Mm -hmm. And does it fit? And it's within this budget. Does it fit? Yes or no? When you hire this assistant, right? You got to train them. Now you got to train them. So now that means I have to spend time mm-hmm. showing them time that I don't have. So we're back to square one. So there's just never going to yeah. be an assistant, I don't think, until I don't know when. But And you're paying them. And I'm paying them. So <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> you got to train. I'm just going to go ahead and just mind my, just do what I have to do. And it's just about being a better uh, person as far as making sure that all the routines and the systems are in place you don't think that nap for you though might do you some good like you said you'd feel it's selfish and it's like you know whatever but don't you think you might if you got that 30 minutes in you'd be more productive after the nap it's yes absolutely but the way guilt works mm-hmm. in the hispanic community oh i, I get it yeah <laughs> i totally get household. it but uh but yeah that's you know whether y'all care and then it's like and, and then it's this it's like then I feel guilty also because maybe I could have used those 30 minutes. If I have 30 minutes to spare, then why don't you spend those 30 minutes with the baby? It's not to spare, though. You got to reframe the way you're looking at it. You don't have 30 minutes to spare. You're you're utilizing those things for a specific thing. Like me looking at these new jokes, it's like I, it's, it's two weeks away. You got to get some rehearsal time in. Like I'm already thinking the strategy for that, but I'm also trying to execute content and stuff like it's that. It's funny because when uh, we first hired Luisa... He had to kind of help me out as to detaching, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, 
I would, this table used to be in our, in our dining right. room and I used to sit at it. She would be on the couch and I would just be working and watching her like a hawk. Like, is she watching my baby right? Is she, mm, can you not hold her like that? Like, can you sit her up more? And then finally he said, listen, so we hired a babysitter for a reason. Like, I need you to be able to leave so we can go do the things that we need to do. What was the purpose of this? And I was like, okay, that's cool. But uh, I don't know. I'm not ready to leave her by herself with this lady. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know her. Mind you, she had already been with us for about a month, but I still didn't feel like I was ready. How it started was I went to the gym for the first time. So I went away for an hour, right? And so I was like, ooh, and I'm not telling her when I'm coming back because I'm, I'm see what gonna I'm pop cap- up. see what I catch her doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was like my way of thinking was like, you know, I'm gonna see what she's up to. I'm catch her. Uh, in the yeah. Act. So I come in, she's all got the baby, she's playing with her. I'm like, all baby's right. having the time of her life. I know. I know, right? Like, Mom, why you come back already? You're expecting to come home like shit, gonna have my baby snot nose <laughs> with one sock with, with 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 a little stain on her arm and I feel so bad for her. Mismatched. And she actually and then she would say you look really exhausted. You might want to go take a nap. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't need to take a nap. Ooh, I was tired than a mf. Lord knows I was, but I would refuse to go take a nap. She's like, you're not even 40 day. You like, you know how they. She's like, you're super active. She's like, you really should be careful because you do way too much. Like you shouldn't be doing this much. You just had a baby. I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. She's like, you're on them little fat burners and you're going too fast. <laughs> So so, yeah. so before this episode starts to sound like the uh, like we're complaining and shit, a complaining uh, episode. They're like, man, they always talking about errands and complaining. We got a lot going on. Let's talk current events. Let's talk current events. Do you have anything on top of your head that you've been? Because I know you read a lot. I know you well, get the newspapers. I, I, I want to tr- hear I'm from not, you. I'm not going to bring up the stuff that consumes my mind because. It's going to throw off the algorithm. They're going to be like, oh, he's talking politics. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm this ain't gonna... on YouTube, what algorithm? This is just for podcast oh, fans. Don't, don't tell me that. I'm just, I'm saying, you know, you can go Tripoli and Eddie Bravo if you want. I mean, or we can kick it off with the fact that the Astros fired their GM and their head coach. Yeah, kick it off with that. The GM, uh, they fired their yeah, GM guess, and their coach. You know what's funny? Yesterday I went to go get a protein shake, right? I mean, a protein powder. Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I'm like... Man, I really need a new a new shaker. I was like, oh, let me have the Astros one. I said, I'll buy that for my husband. <laughs> He's like, ooh, you sure? I'm like, why? Like, what bitch, happened? we loyal. Yeah, right. And he was like, you didn't hear? I was like, no. He's like, we just fired. So he it's starts like, telling me. do we me, still have a team? Yeah. yeah. Okay, then. Give me the damn shaker. Yeah. I know. It's like you act like we Cleveland and LeBron just left. <laughs> and then, hey, check out. It's so funny. He goes, uh, that ain't number some. About- that ain't number some coaches. We still got <laughs> Altuve. It, yeah because he was like well i mean if you really think about it we've all cheated some way in life right somewhere in life to Trying get to ahead justify. like yeah, justify. Yeah. and i was like huh he goes like you for example right you just bought supplements to help i'm like Bitch, no, that ain't bro, that's, that's vitamins not, that's vitamins i like, love how they just yeah that. i was like okay he's like well the patriots you know they got rings yeah so i was like, like okay now if i would have gotten plastic surgery right and then i would have gone to continue to work out this was my cheat right i cheated by getting the getting the surgery but i'm still maintaining right by working out so it's kind of like the astros that's that's the equivalent to it because they knew they were cheating but you know what i'm saying they kept playing they played good you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they they knew what out. they knew what pitch was coming they knew what pitch i mean you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here come a fastball. i mean you know that when you go get snatched you finna be fly afterwards you're still you gonna, gonna have, have a to, double chin you know but you're you gonna snatched. Go, but you're gonna go get, keep up with you still it got right? the thick ankles 
But you, you're a little way snatched up. That's how y'all looking walking around talking about snatched. That's for the fucking double oh chin God. and shit. Oh my God, tell us how you really feel. Well, <laughs> the shit don't add up. It don't match up. Uh, <laughs> so that, fat, so it's funny because that's, around. yeah, guys are so like quick to be hey, like. <laughs> girls are going to use that. They're like, like uh, girl, why'd you go spend all that money to go under the knife and you just moving fat around. It's like, what, well, Astros cheated? It's like, what? <laughs> the fuck that got so to do? random. <laughs> yeah. What, well, Astros cheated? Make it a meme. Actually, don't make it a meme. I feel bad. I said, it was so funny. I was like, oh, we'll never see the Astros in the World Series again. I said that I was so mad just because of like... I mean, the coach is that good? The co- because I mean, the cheating is that good? Well... Uh, you know, some people might say both, but the coaching was that good. Like their leadership was that good. They somebody, yeah. I guess what is it? Shit flows down mm-hmm. downhill. So right. it's like the management is going to take the blame. Yeah, imagine having like the best leadership in like. What if they, what if they blamed it on a bat boy? Man, he said, man, he was the one. Is like, man, y'all should run interference. Fire him. And they said something about well, he was telling me because I I didn't I didn't read it, but he was like t- saying something about. Some of the signs were pretty obvious or something like that. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. When it happened, I didn't really follow up with it either because it happens all the time. You hear about these kind of things all the time, mm-hmm. especially in football. I never thought it would get to this. But then he said that, is it the Chicago, is it Chicago that's going to get in trouble too? There's some, another team. Oh, another team. team? Oh, I didn't know that. Baseball? Yeah, he's Yeah, in baseball. He said another team, I guess, who also knew about it or something. Well, they're, they're making also- an example out of the Astros because on top of the, I mean, they fired, you know, the, the two and then the charging them $5 million penalty and then forfeiting their first and second round picks for 2020 and yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus. So can't recruit. But do we still have uh, Altuve? We do have Altuve. <laughs> <laughs> That's the silver lining. It's like you got Springer and Correa and everybody else. Yeah. Springer Dinger. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting, his analogy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, el que no tranza no avanza. That's Basically, I was telling Pete, he said that, but in English, and I can't remember what his phrase was. Uh, but He's it was like, the only way to tra- beat us is to cheat us. It's like, mm-hmm. what? Who said that? <laughs> talking he about the said, guy. Oh, he funny. said it in oh, right, English, right, right. but uh, the guy at the, at the nutrition place, but I couldn't remember exactly how he said it. But it, when he said it, he goes, el que, no, el que no tranza no avanza. And I was like... Oh my God, he just said something like that? I said, but in English, and I can't remember what his little quote was. I was like, so I can't even... Okay, no tranza. <laughs> <laughs> well, no that, reminds me, that reminds me of Stone Cold back in the day. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin be like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And I was like, you show right, Oh, Stone that's Cold. actually what he said. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. Actually, that is what he... Okay, that's, what it, that's where he got that's it classic, from. That's classic, yeah. Okay. That goes way back. That's exactly what he said. Yep. All right. Go Strohs. <laughs> right? Go fucking strozen shit let me know if y'all need me on the team man with some binoculars and shit yeah right doing and a walkie talkie what the hell is chingo i mean i did build the stadium so is that canelo over there in the corner with binoculars yeah. <laughs> ain't he the one that helped build the stadium oh, he you put understand? up he put up one wall there might be a chapter in the uh, ebook you know what i'm talking about one wall no uh building the uh <laughs> oh, building the helping build minimate how you're, build you're welcome astros you have a place to play well, you're welcome how I built Minimate Stadium. That's All the great, fans. You, you, I was there before the seats. That's a great title for anything like a video. What or was something. it? How I built Minimate Stadium. You're welcome. <laughs> you have a place to sit. How I built Minimate Park. I, I seen all them. I, psh, we was running in all them concession stands. It just holds was empty. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and the Texans lost, so they're out of the playoffs. Uh, oh my god. We're out, 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 out. Yeah. Have you seen all the memes going around? Yeah, I made like a few of them myself. Our new logo sh- or our new. Oh. Um, oh, I did see that one. Oh, what? What was it? It, it was, was like, like the Texans. Oh, with the hand in front like of. Yeah. God. 
so funny because it was like did y'all watch it by any chance not the last last game no. the first five oh well the first like quarter of this last game the, where they lost was like they never played this good it was like everything was going oh right out the, the gate they yeah. scored they scored like three or four touchdowns in the first like five minutes and they're like oh it's over right and then they scored like 50 points after that and to, to 50 to like seven for the rest of the game so it was like 24 zero for the longest right yeah or something like that and it was like how the fuck did they come up they and then they won like 48 to 27 yeah uh shout out to kansas city we will be in your city coming up soon <laughs> chingobling.com forward slash live get your tickets now kansas city improv well let's just get you a patrick mahomes shirt whenever you show up new jokes you should do that you should show up new with jerseys joke. Who's this? Uh, show up with the paper at open mic like this can y'all believe it's 2020 wow y2k was 20 years ago <laughs> Y'all remember people were scared with Y2K? Whoa. And then you see the papers like this. Get off no, but stage. I've, I've seen people uh, trying to work out material with the notebook up there. Oh, yeah. At open mics, for sure. That happens all yeah. the time. Um, and also, Angela Johnson, actually. There's a vlog of hers where she's actually uh, has a whole sold out shows for like two weeks at San Jose Improv. Mm-hmm. She got the paper. And she's got her notebook like this. And she basically has it on on her stool and she's kind of going back and forth into like I have is that is there footage of that online? It's a, her vlog. Oh, man. I need to watch mm-hmm. the vlog to mm-hmm. see uh, I know there's other comedians that have done that too and they're in like big arenas and stuff mm, like an arena and they're looking at the paper. They're looking at like it's how is that any different? Let, let me ask you this. How is it any different than a musician having like the prompters the right there to, like for fun. lyrics? I mean, if you want to look like you're looking at a paper, then shit. But imagine having like just monitors on the like floor speakers or floor monitors. Well, this is what I prefer. Marisol, I'm going to need one-on-one time with you. And we're going to go over this material. That way, if you do go up with some like a napkin or something, it's an outline of like major key topics, not like paragraphs Mm -hmm. or shit. Yeah. I I don't know what they have. Just bullet points. Yeah, but, but it's kind of like this stuff is super new, has not been tested at all. <laughs> Tour kicks off in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. I've been busy doing a bunch of other shit. Productive shit, too. It's yeah. not like you haven't, you're not out yeah. there just like twiddling your thumbs and, you know, living your best life. Reading a newspaper and shit. Living okay. your best life. Next topic. Yeah. Uh, have you kept up with any of the Harvey Weinstein stuff as of late? Uh, is he acting like he's blind now? Or is he? No, I don't know. Is he acting like he's real old now? No, That'd be but... hilarious if he was. He pulls like a Bill Cosby on us. So what's going on with him? I just saw in the headlines that Gigi Hadid was called as a potential juror for that case. That's the model? Yeah. Girl? What? As a juror? Yeah. I'm like, how does that work? How did that... Um, well, she's a citizen. That's weird. She's a citizen? But, but I mean, just jury duty, right? As a juror in the Harvey Weinstein trial. Yeah. But I thought she that's was a part odd. of it. Yeah. But she's a com- she's a like a plaintiff too. She's complaining. That, about- that's what I thought. Yeah. I oh. I don't think Gigi Hadid is. No. She had some kind of info on it. She really? Know? I thought. Is she in any movies? Yeah, any she's of his production? Model, baby. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. He he, he messes right. with models too, or just actresses. I guess models too because models that want to act. Just, she's not a she's not an actress. Hey, she's gonna be giving him the signal. She's like, don't worry about it, Harvey. I got you. Let me get that role. You promised me. Pimp. Right. She said uh, Supermodel Hadid is running. She's, uh, so she's trying to be the juror for the Harvey Weinstein rape trial after telling the judge on Monday that she thinks she would be able to keep, quote, keep an open mind on the facts. Mm. Well, you know, one, <clears throat> one thing uh, that was interesting about the Harvey Weinstein thing is there was this like female lawyer that was like the one 
who was a special like it was her specialty to take down these kinds of like me too cases supposedly her and her daughter and i want to say her daughter was like one of the plaintiffs or something or mm-hmm. some weird shit was in a movie of his or something but anyway this you got to google this because i don't remember the lawyer's name but supposedly she hit him up was like look check this out uh whatever bad stories are on the first page of google we gotta get that taken off and one of the first things we're gonna do is this this and this and it's gonna cost you this like basically what joey d has been saying you need a female lawyer right on your shit so the hypocrisy of it all is this lawyer is known for being like the vampire slayer of me too motherfuckers but at the same time she's getting paid from the me too motherfuckers so she's basically like look you over here doing that me too shit uh you know i'm the best lawyer and uh uh to go after y'all but check this out <laughs> for 1995 for 500 payments of 1995 <laughs> i can get you off so she liked the lady johnny cochran word for four easy payments of me too uh trials interesting just google it hmm google it i am gonna google it because um that's pretty and which reminds me i need to update my wikipedia page because that's always like the first thing to pop up for everybody and that that shit is outdated as fuck. So, another thing to put on the to do list, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of bad, like wrong information too on that. Yeah, everyone's like, your birthday's in September, and I'm like, no, it ain't. They're like, yeah, it is. The internet said. I'm yeah. like, how you gonna tell me when I was? Where'd born? they get that from, babe? Did you like have I a think birthday a lazy, celebration? No, I think a lazy person who wrote it was like, <laughs> I don't know, and they just put something. They got the year right. That was it. Okay, well, don't give my social uh, social security too while you're at it, money. Actually, no, I think they used 1981 on there. Oh, okay. Well, shit, I kind of like that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you keep up with uh, like what goes on in the UK, like with the Prince, what's his face, and what's her name, Meghan Markle? I have been like just because it's been like every time I, you know, I get the alerts for the news, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, is it that big of a deal? But yesterday I was watching something where. The, the the thing is that it's like where are they going to get the majority of their money from right but the majority of their money comes from it's a pr- it's private money mm-hmm. coming from the royals which he gets paid from that he gets a salary basically hmm. just for being a royal just for being a royal so what a weird thought in 2020 right so basically that private money is distributed to everyone so they get x amount of money but if he comes to live in the u.s or canada right, or canada where, where they plans want, on going yeah where toronto right i think so actually so if they plan to go to canada the thing is is that that's where it becomes an issue because do you still get are you still a royal right if you live in canada they're like no but bitch we ovo <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. We're over here in the six with Drizzy. But they talked about how they're not going to have to worry about money. It's going to be almost like the, 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 um, the, uh, they can like go Obama. get a Netflix deal like Obama's. Basically. Oh, yeah. They got a documentary or something coming out, right? Okay. So the Obamas, uh, basically, they're doing brand deals and little stuff like that. So that's what's going to happen to them. They're like, there's going to be up the wall zoo <laughs> brands that are going to want to work with them. So they're not allowed to get brand deals in, in the UK? Well, he's in the royal family, so he's got to do more like royal things, which royal is like get, giving to the community, going to and dinners. And they're like, nah, let, fuck that. Let's go to YouTube and, uh, and so, capitalism. Uh, so, host 
parties and the six. But Megan, whatever her name, Mark- Markle, Markle, yeah, she just got. They announced, and I don't know. Don't she, I don't I heard know. She got an OnlyFans page now. <laughs> she's showing that. Well, she's gonna do a voice for a Disney movie. I forgot which one it was. So she just got that deal. But here's the thing, okay? And this little documentary that's about to come out because they already did so it. So her acting career has gone up ever since she became a princess. Not yes and no. Here's the thing. Because she was a royal, she wasn't really allowed to do any of those things. But she was like, what's the what's the boy husband's name? Prince. I mean, Harry. Harry. She was like, Harry, um, I want to go to Canada and I want to do voices in movies and yeah. I don't want to be royal no more. Well, basically, <laughs> you want to be royal. Sorry, that just made me think of it. So She's like, Harry, you tired of sleeping on the couch? Cool. Well, let's go to Canada <laughs> so I can be an actress again. She, in the little clip that they showed on TV, she says it was hard having a stiff nose. So basically, in other oh, words, she, a stiff note. Basically, she didn't want to be like uppity mm. and follow these strict rules and eat with your left hand. You know, I'm being exact. Yeah, I'm yeah. exaggerating, but she didn't want to follow these like strict etiquette. rules, uh-huh. like etiquette. And she she's wanted like, Popeyes. She well, want- she was like, I was really trying, but it was like nothing that she did was like, you're not royal. Which I, I heard they were getting racist with her. That's where that's what I think. Okay, because because that other little girl that married Prince. Uh, yeah. The what's the brother's name? Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The little, but yeah, the, the brother, plane, the older the brother, plane Jane. What's the older brother's name? <laughs> I don't remember the older brother's uh, name. William. 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 The, the the lady that he married. How come they didn't fuck with her? Because she was plain Jane. Exactly. Yeah, right. This girl was not plain Jane. So she she's not plain flavor. Jane. Yeah, she, she also history. had a job already. So she was an independent woman. Plus, there's all that footage of uh, Prince Harry, like in the Caribbean and shit. You know, girls backing it up on him. So, he always, so he's always been. So he knew like, how to catch it when uh-huh. they threw it. <laughs> when they was throwing it, he was catching it. He picked up what she was a, putting down in a royal way. Oh my god! That's how he scooped up. He said, "Oh, she got a little flavor. Let me stir that coffee. <laughs> Let me add some creamer to he's your like, coffee." Oh, she got that little hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I like a mocha." <laughs> <laughs> and the whole U- the whole UK was like <gasps> gas the gas heard around the world. But she's half white and half black, right? If she s- got a little flavor. Yeah. If you see her baby, it looks white though. She's I from guess. Canada, right? I thought she was Cali. She was South Oh, uh, okay. I thought she was from, from over Canada. there by um Nipsey's hood. Oh, what's up? <laughs> <I caught her. laughs> what's up oh yeah, Nip? she over there with Nip. Mm-hmm. Nip and them. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but they were it they're giving her she was rolling 60s she was in the rolling 60s no they're trying to balance her time guys well she had a sloss and hoodie when they met a crenshaw hoodie (laughs) oh my god (laughs) straight out of crenshaw she's in the tabloids with the crenshaw hoodie damn they're trying to do what rob balance her time between the uk and canada so maybe it's called renegotiation yeah right maybe to your point they're like okay well we're not moving to canada we're gonna have like dual citizenship basically Mm. we want to this is what it comes down to when you are a royal, it comes with a lot of perks, but there is a salary cap. <laughs> right. There is a ceiling, right? She's like, look, it is the year 2020. We are famous as fuck. We could go monetize this, and there is no salary cap. There is no ceiling. Over here, you want a little, over here, you a chump, right? You ain't no king. You got a couple, you know, your brother's well, a- Well, he's a, a prince. Yeah, but his brother's an older prince. Mm-hmm. And his dad, you know what I mean? You got the grandma. You got all these royal people over here. You could still be catching it when they throw it. 
You can be in the six. You can get a deal with Netflix. She she's gonna do a cartoon voice. Oh, before they got married, she lived in Toronto filming a TV series. Suits. Yeah, she was like that's what I'm saying. She was an independent woman. She misses acting. She probably misses being herself. Although, and then people were clowning her for doing um for doing like good deeds with because you know how they're required to do that. Yeah. The royals are. She, she's probably annoyed by the tabloids too. Well, check it though. But she's been doing that, and no one acknowledged that. Like, wait a minute. She's she used to give back all the time. She used to do these type of things. Just because she married a royal, she didn't just start doing it. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. what people didn't know about her. Um, so yeah, so the queen basically, uh, was pretty upset. They said, and she's kind of like, uh, she's we like, need to fuck, talk about, they're about this. to make more money than me. We need to talk about this shit. She's like, I, she's like, I want to like a big meeting. She was like, the queen was like, was like I wanted meeting. to do that too, but I'm trying to hook y'all up. So y'all could be royal. Right. Like, you don't think I wanted to go to fucking Toronto and be at parties and doing voiceovers and cartoons. She's like, I wanted to do that too. But look at me now. So and then they, ha- like, they hated on Princess Di, too. Did they? I don't remember. See, I barely, barely remember oh, that. Well, I mean, you do know what happened to her. Mm. You know she died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it in a car accident, right? Yeah, because the paparazzi, paparazzi was shit. Chasing That's her. right. Because she had divorced old boy, and then she, no, she was... she was cheating, babe. Oh. Cheating? No, I thought she had already... She was with the Prince of Monaco. Oh, Really? Was, I thought she had like they were like separated. (laughs) That's what I love about podcasts. You don't have to be absolutely accurate about the information. No, I, I, from my understanding, (laughs) she was trying to move on. She had the little kids. William and them were little, and then the paparazzi were like chasing them, like all up in their grill, and um, basically caused them to wreck because they're trying to get away. Mm. Mm. But there are some conspiracies. That's why you need your own conspiracy show. You know what I'm saying. Patreon, wow. chingobling.com forward slash Patreon. We That's can talk interesting. About, we can talk That's about everything. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. I just feel bad for them. I feel bad for her. Who? Megan Merkel? Mm. She, they made a good choice. They're yeah. like, yeah. they literally like pivoted. No, I feel bad for her because I feel her. I feel how she must feel. Like everybody, no one likes her. None of the family cares for her. They fucking want her out. You know what I'm saying? Like. They can't stand her. La suegra es más, you know, más tremenda, la pinche suegra. The grandma is like, fuck her. You know what I'm saying? She still thinks it's 1920. She's, yeah. she's confused over all the diversity exactly. that's happening. So I feel she's got to feel like, fuck, there's nothing I can do to make them like it's me. Like she's caught in the middle. She's like, yeah. I'm not white enough. I'm not British enough. I'm not black I'm enough. I'm not royal enough. I was trying to look up what exactly uh, the Queen of England owns. I remember hearing a while back that she owns like a bunch of shit in Colorado or something. Well, like, like the majority land of like most of the world or some shit. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, I have to look it up. We'll, we'll follow up on this one or at least of the US, if not the world. Like and it owns a lot of land. And if you read uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, it explains how so many countries including the u.s have managed to uh, grow their empire and exploit resources from other countries and that's why i feel like mm, i don't know if the uh, the queen herself <laughs> unless she owns stock in some like little construction company that uh the queen is head of state of the united kingdom of course as well as 14 overseas territory territories some islands i haven't heard of uh and then also Including Canada, oh, Australia, Peppa. Peppa Pig. Yeah, no, I was like, what? Peppa Pig, what? Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. But as also current reigning monarch, the Queen is also technically uh, owns three British island territories. She owns a lot of stuff, a lot of land. 
Off her salary? <laughs> off of whatever private off money Marisol was talking about. Private money? Who who pays that? Taxpayers? Yeah. And what's do they call shots? Do they make laws? Do they do anything? Like any checks and balances over there? Like what are they what's the purpose? What is their exact role? Yeah, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good question. Just to have Google give that, tabloids. Rob. What is the point of the royals? Just to give tabloids something to talk about. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Cause that's that is that is very true. Cause cool. they're not like a president. They don't. Nah, cause they, they don't got a prime make, minister. Yeah, they don't like. Make, they're just there. Do they work with the prime minister? Like, do they? Work I mean, in? even in James Bond movies, do they like be like trying to kidnap him and shit? Just in the movies. <laughs> Uh, the queen's role in government the queen's duties include opening each new season of parliament granting royal uh, asset to legislation and approving orders and proclamations through the privy council so i guess they're like a part of the council kind of like uh, the cabinet i guess like the united states has a cabinet of advisors but st- really it still doesn't answer the fucking question it's 2020 why do we have these royal people sepa la madre, sepa la madre is right Hmm. They lucky they ain't got that shit in Mexico because then it would just be the cartels <laughs> paying them. Just that's, that's imagine how, like yeah. the, the queen of Mexico. Speaking Rolls of Rose. that, guys, Sama Hayek. What? Check out what happened to my. Should I tell the story about well, my well, grandmother? Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the funniest oh inadvertent reply oh. to a question ever. She's like, y'all speaking of Chapo. <laughs> My grandma was dating Chapo. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, uh, and then after that, oh, we're gonna go back to uh, current. Events. Yes, go ahead. Bro. No, go ahead. Let's just keep going. It's not that important. <laughs> okay, it's just a story. She's like, pretend my grandma is like royalty in Reynosa. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Did y'all watch Joker? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, that, that was supposed to be on our day off, but we didn't get a chance. The one I heard about like three weeks ago. Yeah, we're going to the movies. Or did you ever go watch? J- uh, what did you say, Jenga? We were gonna take Mickey to go see uh, Jumanji. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. No, bro. It didn't happen. Okay. Did happen. Well, because she was gonna go with her friends the next day, so it was uh, like, okay. what's the purpose Seeing of you doing to you know watching it twice? Uh, what's Jane Fonda known for? exercise and now uh protesting okay climate change so uh joaquin phoenix was arrested at her last protest her and or him and martin sheen for uh apparently well i just protesting but calling out the meat and dairy industry for their contributions in climate change so they were arrested uh, yesterday was it the other day how is the meat well the argument is uh cows being out there cows with the i guess the amount of water and and stuff it takes to sustain them and then they fart methane and then that gas supposedly but the other side of climate change science if you will is basically like hey y'all are just taking like all the people that call it a hoax are basically saying like y'all are just taking like data and y'all are just kind of tweaking it to fit y'all's results mm-hmm. and y'all can't really tell us what's going to happen next y'all just keep trying to point backwards as to like well this happened because of this and supposedly there's a lot of money to be made off of climate change uh hype and science if mm. you will and the science itself is kind of like okay well what variables are y'all looking at you know what i'm saying and is the data and is it is the data conclusive do you have all the data and mm. do you know that's why it's a, it's a volcano happening right now so, um, yeah, I don't know, man. 
I mean, I know yeah. like I know it's humid as fucking Houston. I know the weather's crazy, but I mean, I don't know who the fuck's to blame because every time they try to call out like one particular, uh, like for instance, Australia, they're like, "Look at Australia, look how it's all on fire!" Blah 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 blah. And supposedly, some people have said like, even if Australia got completely off of fossil fuels or whatever, like. It's still not going to change anything because you got people, these arsonists and shit. Like, how many arsonists are causing these? Mm-hmm. Like, they're catching people all the time, right. setting these fucking fires. So, it's basically like a lot of people argue, like, we should move over to nuclear, nuclear energy. And some people have even suggested, like, um, these uh, climate, what do they call them? Like, um, coal scrubbers. Have you heard of that? Uh-uh. It's basically um, that dude Scott Adams had presented this. He was like, what if we, the United States, went to all the other countries in that Paris climate agreement? Mm-hmm. He said, what if the U.S. said, look, check this out. We know we uh, clocked out of that agreement, but here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to build like a big nuclear, like clean nuclear power energy thing. And then we're going to put these, um, I guess these companies or whatever that, that clean out. They call them scrubbers or something. They're mm-hmm. like sucking up all the bad shit. And and then we're gonna y'all gonna pay for it basically. It's like right. how much are y'all kicking in? Because this alone is gonna do more than whatever type of like conservation. Like oh, we're gonna cut back on straws. Like whatever it is, y'all are all trying to do. Like whatever all these countries that are in the Paris Agreement are trying to do. The argument is this just gonna be more effective. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty interesting. I I love how you stay pretty well informed like of a a lot of different things. Random shit, but I'd be knowing like half the info. Right, right. Because the the main gist the main gist of that whole thing is all y'all have this this meeting and all of y'all signed this climate agreement, but who's to say that that method is gonna even fucking work? Right. Because there's always the people that say, Well, hold on. What do you mean you're gonna get rid of all the carbon? Carbon is plant food. Trees need CO2. Right. So what's going to happen? You're going to suck up all the CO2? It's like, no, 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 no. We're going to slow down before we do that. But Ta cabron. Ta cabron. Uh, I know you're probably not too much of a rock rock and roll fan, but uh, the Rush drummer, Neil Peart, died of brain cancer the oh. other day. Whoa. That's Like, you don't hear too... I mean, at least I don't see too many people die from brain cancer, but you forget that, like, your fucking brain could just get cancer and just fan, like just turn into mush and you're fucking dead. That's what happens when you get brain cancer, turn into mush? I mean, I'm assuming that's totally me just, no, I, I mean, it becomes mush to where you can't use it, so something's going to happen. Yeah, it'll probably be a tumor that starts putting pressure on, like, a particular part of the brain, and then that shit starts to fail. But uh, you know, speaking of brains, have you seen on Netflix, it's a thing called uh, The Mind Explained? I keep hearing about that. So, one episode, which I need to holler at you about off the mic, it's about uh, psilocybin. Uh-huh. It's all about like psychedelics and how their chemical structure damn near looks like serotonin, Mm -hmm. like the way the little molecules are. (laughs) And the way they said, this this is what they said. Um, And Scott Adams talked about this too. That's why I've been jamming his podcast. He basically said like America's problems mostly are like addiction and like anxiety. This shit's running rampant. Mm -hmm. He says, what a coincidence that psilocybin which was made Schedule 1 under uh, Richard Nixon. Nixon. He put marijuana and all these things under Schedule 1, so they were going to crack down on all the hippies right. that wanted to be protesting war, fucking up the money. So psilocybin is basically like mushrooms, right? 
and you got to have the right dosage and you know in some rare cases it may sit bad with you maybe but um basically they said the way they described it in the show is if you picture like a snowy hill our our patterns and our behaviors and our thoughts they become those little grooves as as you slide down the, the hill so you start to fall into the same behaviors and that's where addictions and patterns and things like that come in because you have this snow that you've been digging these little canals and grooves into right basically what psilocybin does it helps that fresh snowfall so that now you can create new grooves and new patterns and get into new shit and not be in the same loop of thinking the same way Mm -hmm. or beating yourself up or uh, the same little addictions and things that are holding you back um and also something about like anxiety because of the parts of the brain Mm -hmm. all that shit's fascinating man yeah like anything from like like for instance ayahuasca it 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 uh stimulates these parts of the brain which control you know the past and the future or something uh or uh, psilocybin and so on and so forth dmt Mm -hmm. uh which i think is like a form of ayahuasca or vice versa um uh, mescaline mescaline yeah mescaline is that like peyote or something i've never i don't know too much about mescaline or uh what's the other one uh salvia right? salvia was another huge hallucinogen and psychedelic you could, you could actually used to get that at head shops but is that treat anything no it's okay. just like a total trip because i know like i think they said mescaline helps with certain stuff psilocybin helps with certain stuff even i think even lsd um what's that one man mdma mm-hmm. mdma they said it's good for uh, people with ptsd so like people that have been in through bad trauma mm-hmm. like really bad car accidents they have ptsd or war like you know they done seen some combat shit and uh they're fucked up supposedly the mdma when they give it to them in a the right setting like doctor supervised and all that like they trip out but then they come out of it it kind of heals your brain a little bit that's nuts. Um, yeah, I was trying to figure out what salvia, because I know it's one of the ones where it's a hallucinogen, but it, I don't know that it actually helps with anything other than make you trip balls. Yeah, I don't think it's for anything. We're talking about mushrooms? Right now he's talking about salvia. Yeah, we started with mushrooms and somehow what ended with... That? Uh, salvia is that little stuff that people be smoking. Mm. <laughs> it's another plant. Oh, like... Um, what is that? The uh, Salvia. <laughs> like the parsley bullshit? Whatever. Yeah, salvia. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I tried that before. There you go. That's why I was, that's why I kept saying salvia. Mm-hmm. I never done it. No, me neither. Or even just eating weed. Eating weed, you know, creates like a certain type of uh, psychedelic effect as well. Well, you mean eating uh, as in like, uh, like THC edible? cookies? Yeah, just edible or how yeah, do you, you can't just it? eat weed. I mean, you could, but that'd be no. really hard on you. It wouldn't do anything because you need uh you need heat. You need heat to release the the THC. So so when people make the brownies and mm-hmm. stuff, they gotta like I guess. I don't know the recipe. <laughs> allegedly, when you make the uh, re- allegedly is uh they gotta like heat the buds to get the oils out, so that mixes with binds with like your butter, and then they use that butter mm. to make the rice crispy. You can't just eat some weed and think you're gonna trip. You're just gonna fart a lot. And, <laughs> yeah, it's literally just grass. Yeah. Mhm. El Scooby. El Scooby. El Scooby. Can't just microwave it and be like, oh. <laughs> Tour God. kicks off January 30th, Salt Lake City. We have Nashville after How that. How do you feel about that, babe? About what? When you feel it went too fast? Que cosa? Your time off? 
time off time off as in pause time off as in like my day off yesterday um well i mean shit i I got i got this nice little script right here now like i said i'm gonna need some time from you Mm -hmm. when you're not doing everything you're doing Mm -hmm. and sit with me and hear me out and then we could probably like throw it up on tape like videotape it have that as a rough rehearsal because they got open mic tonight oh no what's today they probably do have some they have something going on during the week well i thought today was monday Mm. um but i have my little schedule of potential things um so yeah it's a process And, and you know how i work how i work is i damn near needed to be like a live paid show and then just go in yeah yeah but uh but as you can see I'm not going to have this all this up on a stool. I need to have my keywords. One thing, um, hopefully, I, I know that not everybody that follows you listens, but for those that do listen, guys, I know that we only put the first quarter dates. If you didn't see your city, don't worry. I put it, them on my YouTube videos. Though. All of the all the dates? The ones that I need you to approve to mm, double check. Okay. It's up. <laughs> she ain't had a chance. Because people keep asking, like, how come you're not coming here? Come, but you are. So do we have more links to put up? I'm waiting on those. Okay. Speaking of, I need to send that email. Let me put that more on my... links. Oh, like other cities. Yeah, like confirm cities to put list. up. Mm-hmm. Jot that down. That pencil works hard. Oh, I was gonna ask you, Shingo. Do you find yourself working from stage more as far as writing material? Like, do you, or is it more so off stage where you actually get? down to like a pen and paper or a computer and write stuff out well the way i mainly have been working is like my antennas are up and i observe funny shit like shit that's ironic or hypocritical or whatever and then i kind of make a note of it and then i see if it fits my current like the shit that i'm talking about uh and then later and wow i gotta show you this in a minute and then later they uh, i mean uh I'm able to take that joke on stage, and then while I'm up there, if I'm in the groove and in the moment and relax, now I'm just tagging it up and I'm playing around with it. Mm. So <clears throat> when you go to YouTube and you type my name, uh, a whole bunch, before it even gets to videos, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with YouTube, but there's an ad, and it, they're selling like one of my CDs for $46. I don't know who the fuck. Forty six dollars, and then here, and then over here they got one for I know right. They got one here for a hundred and ten dollars. What? Uh, Seventy seven dollars. Duro la pintura on eBay. Uh, this one's twenty five dollars on eBay. Uh, a fake bootleg shirt. It's a sas puto shirt. Forty five dollars. It's got like it's like a meme. It's like Theo Juve doing a Hadouken Let to Trump. Uh, Can I see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one second. Um, bootleg. What? Bootleg neighborhood Sancho. Um, all this when you search my name, me vale like I don't even have me vale madre CDs anymore. But somebody on eBay does, and then it goes to music, which it's gonna go to Vivo, which mm-hmm. is uh, Edub's, a Edub's channel. Mm. Edub set up for me under my name, basically, right? And uh, and it says Chingo Bling Music. So now there's a YouTube mix, which. I technically should get like residuals and royalties off like chips and salsa and all that. And then there's albums before we even get to the music part. And then the first one is Bo Bundy featuring Chingo. Then it's Baby Bash featuring Chingo. And then it's Chingo Bling Vivo, which is not really much. I don't control mm-hmm. it. And then it goes to Jesus Sepulveda, the Cantor Portasol on, Phoenix, on uh, Netflix. And then another Vivo. 
and then finally some shit of mine so uh jesus i need to figure that out that's interesting uh we need to work on that bro silent giant entertainment why mm. you hating video somebody ripped my like this and like that video which costed me thousands and thousands of dollars it's on their channel um no well i see i see it's la cosa ta cabron uh we finna fix everything that. you know uh shout out to be real i need to reach out to all those people that they need to take that off their shit well we need to figure that out but look shout out to be real be real's video comes up so i have a new channel damn look how fat i was in that jesus christ faster cardio sir what was that Lou? that's that return of the mac it's on some dude named rob's robbie what, and it's rob yeah i know right all that is me i remember channel. telling you a while back i was like you know you got stuff on ebay that people sell like old memorabilia and cds i have no idea how any of that works and why it comes up first why it comes up first when you search me even a bo bundy interview and it just says working with chingo bling upcoming albums like blah blah blah, blah on some dude uh the jay vaz show and um that's this is what comes up uh here's chingo bling on a mexican dating site skit on some dude named Alex's channel. So they just went and ripped a bunch of my stuff. Mm -hmm. Chingo Bling Escanelo on Scarface Chicago TV. Um, 97.9 The Box. Chingo Bling breaks down how culture has shaped his life. Uh, Chingo Bling on Desmadre. Mm. Uh, so I have a new channel. That he's working very hard on. I'm, I have a new channel. So hopefully the new relevant shit will start to take the place of just everybody else monet you know monetizing uh off you know i feel like santa claus right now <laughs> um and that's how a lot of that works just like ranking and views and time that it's been on there like when we had the stand-up clips up there that's the first thing that would pop up like all those stand-up clips so there's a kid on here named luis 12x he has 1.5 million views on a video called chingo bling taco shop it's my music video uh, a guy named Osvaldo Acedo has a bunch of views on Despacito Chingo Bling. Oh, wow. Which we shot that right before we went to Europe. <coughs> so, new channel, if you go to chingobling.com forward slash YouTube. New channel, who this? You can get my all my new shit, you know, everything. I got a lot of cool ideas, man. Let me know. Uh, so, I guess off of this, uh, we need to discuss how we finna take that off. <sighs> or, yes and kill it with the new channel so that our shit starts ranking above like little kids who just ripped my video wow they were like bitch didn't nobody tell you to put fight videos on your shit <laughs> and like you could have still had these on there mm -hmm. uh well it is what it is and now we're gonna just uh move forward and get new subscribers so new jokes new channel if you haven't subscribed do so now yeah let me see how many hold on wait yeah. should we do the major announcement which is what is the major announcement boom which one? my podcast is up oh okay my bad i didn't know that was the <laughs> major well the major announcement is your tour yeah but go ahead and tell, but them about, tell them about your new her lounge podcast is officially up on itunes only it's not on all platforms just yet we're waiting to get approvals from the other platforms and as soon as those are approved i will let you guys know but i'm so excited because we're finally live 
I am almost at 3,000 subscribers. What number? What's your 2,700. We're at the same amount of subscribers. So a lot of these little kids who rip my videos and put it on their channel, they got more subscribers than me. That makes me sad. So if you don't want Chingo to be sad anymore, go to chingobling.com forward slash YouTube. And I want to buy CBTV.com. And I probably shouldn't have said that because now somebody's going to get it because it's quicker and shorter. But go to chingobling.com forward slash YouTube. And uh, please be a subscriber. Uh, We got a, a lot of uploads. Yeah. In the arms of an angel. Please donate for less than a cup of coffee. You can help Chingo get not 3, be fuzzy. 000. Get three thousand. I'm trying to get, look new channel. So I really appreciate these twenty seven hundred and nine people that have subscribed. Thank you guys. Oh, so why don't you do this? Screenshot that. Uh huh. Wait, this is my. That's fine. Screenshot it. No, it's who am I'm I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you what to do. Just screenshot. It says my revenue and everything. Ay ay ay! Okay. Listen. Screenshot it. Mm, please give it here. Yeesh. Child. Man, <laughs> you just don't be listening. Screenshot it. I'm like, baby, it has all everything on there. Where's your Instagram? It has my social. <laughs> I see your social. Are you gonna cover up some of that stuff? Marisol's working on magic, everybody, in case you're wondering. She's yes. got Shingo's this new is, iPhone 11 okay. Pro uh, with a with a really uh, interesting case. Is that... Uh, it's marble. Okay, marble. I like it. Marble slab. Marble slab. Uh, help give me the 3,000. Help me get that 3,000. Any closing thoughts, everybody, for this week's podcast? <clears throat> well, shout out to YouTube because they're actually... Uh, trying to help the content creators and like actually letting people monetize and actually splitting revenue. I do not get paid from Twitter. I do not get paid from Instagram. I do not get paid from Facebook. So thank you, YouTube. That's my closing argument. <laughs> <laughs> so Twitter, if you want to see me on there more, you got to come with it. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, come on. Holla at me. How does the podcast do on, the, on Facebook, Rob? Just great. Really? Yeah, it gets a lot of views and a lot of uh, attention. Maybe okay. we should look into that uh, that little monetize tab. Like yeah. Watch TV, uh, Facebook Watch. It is, it is. So I've been keeping an eye on it. There's. Do I need to sign up anything like uh, an, a PayPal account? Or uh, probably, yeah, in order to get payouts. So we'll look into that. But that's for an off-mic discussion. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, I wanted to hear about this. They're like, sounds like they're having a meeting, but like on our on their podcast. Yeah, right. That's exactly what it is. Kind of, <clears throat> sort of, but no. It's like first they bitch and complain about their errands. And ah, then they have a meeting. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but they're a part of it. They're oh like, my God, y'all. I can't wait for all the followers. I, I was trying to add your link oh, and link stuff. Up? Yeah. Go ahead, boo. Um, I can't wait for like this podcast to grow because I, I, I really have faith in it and i feel like it will and then obviously with everyone who listens you know they're always so willing to tell others about it but i am working on every time someone comes to a show and they tell me that they enjoy the podcast i will give them a little freebie uh we're gonna make i think we're gonna make stickers right babe yeah somebody needs to take the time to order those Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's that's my job. Uh, so I'm gonna end up ordering these stickers so that or maybe every on my time on my day off I'll do that. Somebody can. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, boo. <sighs> I gotta work on these new jokes. You want that nap? You want I gotta work on now? these new jokes. But go I ahead, need boo. Go get go this ahead, coffee. Um. Then I can work on these jokes. 
now I don't even know what I was talking about. Uh, you you want to you appreciate anyway. I appreciate the, the listeners. listeners. I, I I never know whenever they come up to me at the merch table. I. I'm so appreciative. I don't ever know what to do except for get, oh, I always say, oh, thank you so much, you know? And it's kind of like, you know, but I, I, I wish I had something like tangible, you know, that sure. I can actually give, you know, so that I can say, here's my appreciation to you. I really appreciate you listening, you know, continue to listen because here's what's going to happen. The person next to them is like, oh, how did they get a free sticker? Oh, they're a listener. Oh, we're a listener too. Really? Let me see. Let me see your. Let me see your podcast. Pull up your podcast app. Let player. me see if you're subscribed. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or if you're really following, and that's how we'll know. You know? Yeah. And and if you knew about it, you wouldn't tell me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm just. Uh, I'm appreciative of every one of you guys who listen and you guys come out to the shows, and then you know I get to meet you guys. I really enjoy. Um, I actually enjoy meeting everyone who comes up to the merch table you know uh it's pretty cool to me it's even i some i feel like a proud mom and this sounds like ew you know because it's my husband but i really do i feel like every time someone says i've been i've been following him since i was in high school or i've i've listened to his music since i was you know like we go on youtube and watch all his videos on everyone else's channel (laughs) (laughs) and so anyway um on that note um i'm just kidding baby go ahead so you just forget it <laughs> this was like supposed to be positive Heart, and here heartfelt. here comes you know no it's not their fault here that, comes bad vibes it, i'm gonna have to what i'm gonna have to do is take the time like even in my dropbox i have a bunch of like videos that when we were in the process of making them it's like upload it to dropbox and then someone else will upload it or something so there's stuff on there and i might need to go on these kids videos and rip them off of there <laughs> yeah and bring the shit back to my channel like thank you Thanks for hanging on to that. I'll take that back. Mm. All them voiceovers and music videos and, you know, just a career's worth. Because uh, here's the thing about me and YouTube is uh, I've been on there for a long time and uh, we still on it. So it, it ain't and I didn't new. know that YouTube was actually that new. Like, and what I mean by new is I didn't know, like, they didn't even start monetize. Well, let me take that back. They didn't start monetizing their YouTubers until 2008. Was it eight? That's what I, I on a on a video that I watched. It said 2008 is when like creators started actually mm-hmm. making money off of ads. Yeah. So technically, that's only 11 years ago. So it hasn't been that long. They've been doing that, you know. I mean, they, I mean, they only came out in 05, so they had to build Makes up sense. their. Yeah. yeah. And I saw it. I saw it when it arrived. <laughs> I was like the little Indio, and I saw the the Spaniards coming with their horses and their gunpowder and disease. And I was like, this is a YouTube. Except there were selfies and cameras. Yeah, and it's like, we need to get on that. And, uh, Trailblazing. But I went about it. I went about it in a different way. I wasn't worried about monetizing. I was just like making stuff, mm-hmm. hoping people And I'm like, sure that was an avenue for you to, for other people to know who you were. If they yeah, and express who, myself yeah. and act a fool. I treated it like public access. Like, look, you can upload some shit and if it's uh, disruptive and creative and people can connect with it, then uh, you're going to get known. And um, that's where all that like, Everything from Taco Shop to Canelo to, like, Tio Juve to, I mean, you name it. Music videos and Despacito parodies and Hotline Blings and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, dirty Orchatas and everything. And I, sometimes I would just throw up a song and it would just be the little picture artwork. And that's not a good way to make money off of YouTube. But I was just wanting to get heard. So thank you, guys. And now YouTube is our new job. 
I mean, it's a whole nother job on top of these other jobs. I didn't realize how much work it is. It's to, a job to job. actually have a you. You know how people are always like, "Oh, they're fucking YouTubers. They just make all their money on YouTubers." No, y'all, seriously, it's it's a whole it's lot of work. work. Uh, hats off to people who, like I said, it's a lot of I, research. I've mentioned this before, but uh, Lucci Gang, the Luciano family, you know, Luciano TV. Uh, we had Lucky on here. You know, they're they're thing for 2020 is vlogging every day there's a video up every day i don't know how they do that but i was watching a video just today and i was telling pete that lucky said made a very interesting comment if you were a farmer everybody in the family would have to be outside working right to milk the cows to you know get the chickens ready whatever it is right so he's like, so YouTube is our job. So everybody in here needs to get ready because it's time to go to work. We about to get on this thing. And then his son gets jumps on the on the family channel, right? And he says, Don't forget Sunday night, I'm gonna drop two reaction videos. Two. I'm giving y'all two. When's the last time I gave y'all two reaction videos? I was like, bro, this kid. You <laughs> yeah, know? He's a natural. He's a natural. Like, no, I'm not kidding. You know what I'm saying? And then the other daughter, Gigi, she says the outro really fast. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. It's, it's quick, too. Hit the notification bell. But she sounds professional to where she gets everything she needs to say. And she sounds like the Micro Machine guy, like super duper. Do you know who the Micro Machine guy is? You don't. It's a commercial about the little cars. Okay. Oh, you know what micro machines are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the guy that used to do the commercial, how okay. quick he, right. he spoke really fast. That's her, but she gets everything. Like, don't forget to subscribe, comment, share, and then and then the, and then Kingston takes over, and it's like, all right, guys, tonight, 10 p.m., two video. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, like. I need to go and be just as. Andale, vale. Yeah. Like, <laughs> videos. listen, todos. Hey, wake Funny up. Thing. Hey, yeah, I'm taking a nap. Wake up. Funny thing is, I saw a video of the little girl that Penny likes to watch, right? The little girl's no, no more than, what, five years old, you think, babe? Now. Currently. Now. Oh, no, her parents knew what they were doing. There's a video that we just ran across yesterday. Like she's been at it since she's she was been two. She's been at it since she was probably, probably around two. And cute as can be. Like, cute as can be. She's, like, playing at the park. And, like, she, like, almost already knew what was up, you know? And I was just like... Oh, this little girl's the parents have been at it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? This just didn't start last year, you know? But anyway, my point is is that hats off to people who who actually do YouTube full time because in addition to c- creating content, you also had to have like a great background. Like you got to make sure that you know like well, planning, it's a lot of planning. planning. There's a research. lot of planning, executing, making sure that you consistency are consistent yeah. and you're on top of it and it's just not it's not just make a video, upload it, you're done. It's not. There's so much more to it. And um, and so I take back if I've ever said, oh, all they do is YouTube all day because, yeah, all you do is YouTube all day, but that's your job. And, you know. Oh, like when people are like, there's an eight-year-old that made $27 million. What the hell? You know, it puts shit in perspective, but it's also like, yeah, dog, but it ain't easy. It's not. It really isn't because you have to come up with new ideas every time because, People obviously want to see different shit. They don't want you to see you do the same thing. You know. I just uploaded last night. It was the uh, shopping spree. Mm-hmm. We did. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we went to the mall, but I called it a shop because, <laughs> you know, that's what you got to do. Of course. Got to do your research. <laughs> so, yeah. So shout out to people who are YouTubers. And if you're trying to start a YouTube game, here's what my recommendation is to you. One, do your research. Two, come do up s- with a plan. Do some more research. Yeah. Make sure you got all your researches. Like, like make sure you know how to make a excuse me, a thumbnail, your description, your, you know what I'm saying, your uh, titles, your, you know what I'm saying? Like everything needs to be like in order. Like make sure you tell people How about to you make a video about that and put it on your YouTube where you're giving people advice? Well, I'm barely new, so I don't feel like I can do it yet, but well, maybe. Well, don't, give all, don't give up all the game on the podcast. Put some of that on your YouTube. Okay, well, maybe. Tell well, them your YouTube, maybe, baby. I don't even know my YouTube. I think it's marisolherrera.com forward slash YouTube. Yeah, all the oh, links yeah. are at the websites, myselfrare.com and chingleplane.com. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at all my little comments on the video. I, this is back when I used to, like, wet back Wednesday, and I was, like, on YouTube constant while I was either filming or editing or uploading. Um, that was, like, a little high, that little addiction of, like, going to see what, what they're saying, mm-hmm. what part did they like, uh, how many views we got, what's the comments, you know, so... Well, yet. no, it does become addictive because after you post a video, we're like, Refresh. I know I'm constantly refreshing just to see how many people have watched. You I'm know? looking at the revenue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm not there yet, but <laughs> I I appreciate everyone who subs- who has subscri- subscribed, guys. Ses- subscribe. Subscribe. She needs a nap, everybody. Yes. Subscribe to her channel she, yeah. so she can take naps. So I can go ahead and take a, a little nap. And, uh, a little siesta. Yeah. And then I, I also uploaded uploaded our New Year New Year's Eve house party. That one went up the other day. Yeah. So, so. so if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's because you ain't subscribed, dog. You know what I'm saying? You watching. Subscribe. The last 15 minutes have been a solid pitch for the channel. Yeah, yeah, so yeah right. Subscribe. All right, y'all. Thank right. you guys so much. See you on the road in a city near you. Ticket info. Chingobling.com. Salt Lake. Motherfucking Nashville. Huntsville, Alabama. You're up first. Thank you. Peace. Sass.